Adverse outcomes are often unavoidable in the practice of medicine. And when it happens, you need to be equipped to know what to do to support your patient and their family, diffuse the situation, and then handle it responsibly. Today, we're going to give you five tips on what you can do if you're involved in an adverse outcome situation. Welcome to Malpractice Insights, the show dedicated to helping healthcare professionals understand medical malpractice insurance and providing you with the solutions you need so that you can get back to the work of practicing good medicine. My name is Jennifer Wiggins, CEO of Aegis Malpractice Solutions, and I'm so glad you've joined us today. If you're new to our channel, welcome. We're so glad you're here. We release a new episode every week, both on YouTube and your favorite podcast streaming platform, so be sure to like and subscribe to stay connected. Just a quick reminder before we jump in, we're here to provide general information on medical malpractice insurance and related topics, but not specific legal or insurance advice. So if you have a question about your practice or individual coverage needs, be sure to ask your agent or legal advisor or contact us at aegismalpractice.com. That's A-E-G-I-S malpractice.com. We'd be happy to help. Okay, adverse events or unexpected outcomes can leave a doctor frazzled. But if you know how to handle the situation thoughtfully and thoroughly, you'll be able to navigate it with more confidence and help your peers do the same. So. Here are five things to consider after an adverse event. First, talk to the patient or family and be ongoingly accessible. Speak to the patient and their family members as soon as possible after an adverse event occurs. Explain the situation and answer questions factually and directly. Show compassion and offer emotional support. We're all human, and the more human you are, the more relatable and likable you'll be. Try not to be defensive, even if their remarks are hurtful or accusatory, which sometimes happens in these situations. Be accessible for follow-up questions or further explanations ongoingly. Oftentimes, there are more questions after the patient and their family has had time to process things. Being absent or hard to get a hold of will lead to patient frustration. So be sure that you're checking back in frequently and you're staying visible. Second, don't play the blame game. It's okay to acknowledge and apologize for your patient's distress, but make sure that you do not accept blame or point the finger at anyone else. Speculation only leads to further issues, so be sure that you're reviewing your medical records and then you're meeting with the rest of your healthcare team to discuss the situation and then what needs to be done in response. Coordinate with your medical provider colleagues and ensure that communication is consistent with everybody and that patient needs are met ongoingly. Third, contact your practice administrator or risk manager. Don't delay in contacting your practice administrator or the proper risk manager after an adverse event. Be factual in explaining the situation so that you can determine the proper next steps. 
contact your malpractice insurance carrier if you need to report the incident or the FDA in the event of a medical device failure, if it's appropriate. Being proactive and engaging with your carrier or risk manager allows the team to get in front of any potential issue so that you can work together to resolve the situation as quickly as possible to the patient's satisfaction. Fourth, ensure proper medical records. Keep timely, accurate medical records. Record factual statements of the events in the patient's medical record along with notes related to follow-up care. Make sure the chart includes a complete description of your interaction with the patient. If you happen to disagree with another provider, don't use the medical record to document your concerns. Rather, thoroughly document the basis for your treatment. For example, if you disagree with the way that Dr. X handled a situation, don't put that in the patient's file. You can handle that issue separately with your administration. Also, don't backdate any entries in the medical record and avoid creating entries that might look like they're being self-serving. It's better to add an addendum rather than to go back and change what you've already said. Remember that medical records can be admissible in court, so avoid writing anything in the patient file that is unrelated to the care of the patient. You want your medical records to be thorough, timely, and objective. And finally, the fifth tip, consider write-offs and be very careful with overly aggressive collection calls. In the event of an adverse outcome, it might be prudent to consider waiving all or part of the patient's medical bill. But before proceeding with this option, be sure to discuss it with your malpractice insurance carrier and your legal representative. Also, be especially considerate of collection call techniques. A slightly disgruntled patient could be further agitated with really aggressive collection calls. So make sure your practice administrator knows exactly how collection calls are handled and what script they're using so that you can be comfortable with the way your patients are being spoken to. If you have any questions on this topic or you want to make sure that you're covered appropriately, click the link in the description box below where you can connect with us today via phone, email, or chat. And if you're listening, please visit us online at aegismalpractice.com. That's A-E-G-I-S malpractice.com. We have some great episodes lined up for you in the next few weeks. I hope you found this one helpful. If so, could you do me a favor and give us a like and leave a review? And be sure to subscribe to our show so that you can catch our next installment of Malpractice Insights where we're dedicated to helping you understand medical malpractice insurance and providing you with the solutions you need so that you can get back to the work of practicing good medicine. This is Jennifer Wiggins. Thanks for joining us.